and welcome everyone to the first episode of the Change Officer Special Series Step Conference. We are here with Srinu from Bitoasis um, and man, we're breaking the ice with the first episode and I'm really happy that it's you. Thank you so much and thanks uh, for all the listeners who are joining the, 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 the session. Yeah, I think, I think, I think they're in for, uh, for a treat now. They're going to get a couple of valuable insights from you. Um, obviously, as a VP of Marketing and Growth for Bitoasis, you must be living a very exciting life these days. Uh, and for 99% of other people who are not aware of, you know, the whole market crypto and NFTs and everything that is going on, I think it's going to be interesting for them to hear from, from someone like you about it. Sure. Um, but before that, you just wrapped up your first session with Step. What's your impression overall? How does it look? Vibe, people? Wow, I mean, this is such a lively environment and like so unlike, uh, you know, typical other conferences that I've been through. I mean, last year I was doing like conferences almost every day. Yeah. <laughs> so I was talking at quite a lot of events. Uh, they were like a bit more organized, you know, a bit more structured. Um, I'm not saying Steph Conference is not. It is super organized, but in a very charmful way. So yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's really nice. And the session also, it went quite well. Uh, and listening to other speakers uh, on the panel. Um, it kind of gives a perspective for you know even our other competitors as well, right? So it's always nice. Uh, there are quite a lot of interesting insights also I gathered through the session as well. So yeah, super super uh, involving and super exciting as well. And everyone's like, um, you know, at a pretty much at the startup stage, so you can share a lot of like viewpoints quite easily and connect with others. Yeah, it's always great to 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 surround yourself with similar-minded people, especially because there is a special focus to crypto this this year, right? Yeah. Which wasn't the case before because last year nobody knew about crypto <laughs> <laughs> and so, i'm glad we've covered that session this week yeah yeah how does it feel to men lead marketing and growth which is uh by by default a very exciting role but uh, having that role in a company that is rapidly growing in the industry that is exploring yeah so <laughs> in simple terms it's um it's overwhelming in the sense that uh, you know it's it's exciting at the same time it had to we had to like you know move super super fast right um, luckily I had this is not my first time so I have headed the growth and marketing for uh, Luno in my previous role uh, back in London um, so I built the entire marketing team there but uh, the scale and the team size what we are talking at Bitoasis is quite massive as compared to you know other roles that I've headed right so um, as soon as I joined one of the first things I've done is build a team structure and I presented to Ola the CEO and I said, like, you know what, if we need to grow super massive in the region, we need to have a massive marketing team, right? And um, so I was the first uh, marketing person when I joined, like, almost eight months ago. And within uh, four months, I built a marketing team of 28 people now. So there's 28 full members of marketing team marketing working people. day and night to yes. position you yes. out there and compete with these monsters yes. who are surrounding you around <laughs> the globe. Yes. And... Uh, uh, so when we started, like, you know, I used to have relatively more time with the team. But these days it's like, okay, to the point, you know, speak and like, you know, close the conversation more to the next thing. So it's, it's No more chit-chat. <laughs> no more chit-chat, unfortunately. But we do take time out um, every now and then, and usually like, you know, Friday, second off, uh, to, to spend time with, you know, bonding with the team uh, a bit more. Uh, uh, we go out uh, usually, uh, you know, on the weekends and stuff. Yeah. Um, but man, it's, it's, uh, it's insane. It's incredibly fast. Um, and uh, to give you an example of how things move so fast, 
um, we run experiments and we do try and you know test a lot of things um, just like for example influencers we close on influencers and we execute on things in a matter of like days right like within two to three days it's, it's super rapid right traditionally in other uh, ecosystem it takes like two weeks on an negotiations and yeah all, that, all that right so for us it's like bam 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 go and in order to do that we have given like a lot of power of authority for uh, individual team members even at a junior level as well right yeah. which is typically in other standard marketing team outside is uh, you know the decision making is at like you know marketing lead or department in you know, all that so so we have to like decentralize a lot of decision making as there well there is I, i don't think there is no there is no other way yeah. there is no other way <laughs> yes. um i think you are absolutely the best person to talk to out of all of the lined up guests for these two days about crypto Uh, and NFT. So I have one question. I was always wondering, do I need, if I'm buying Bitcoin, <laughs> do I need to buy the whole Bitcoin or I can buy a part of it? <laughs> <laughs> so this is quite interesting actually. And uh, when I got into the crypto like almost six years ago, uh, quite, uh, I thought like, you know, I was too late. But now in the hindsight, I feel like I was quite early <laughs> on uh, when the Bitcoin price was just about $1,800 yeah. uh, back in the day. Uh, Binance coin was just like $4 or something. So now it's like $450. I hope you bought I, ho I hope you bought a bunch. <laughs> I did buy a bunch and I never sold it. Uh, oh, so wow. I was like a long-term hodler, but I think in hindsight it's all good in that all sense, right? Ching right? ching ching ching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so um, no you don't need to. So uh, like it's a very common misconception that you know you need to buy whole bitcoin. So bitcoin in itself has a you know denominator of currency called satoshis. Mm -hmm. So you can buy as less as you know, $20 or 50 dirhams or, you know, any of the local currency you want to, right? And you can buy as much as, you know, almost like, you know, price of Bitcoin, which is about like $40,000, for example. But yeah, you can always start like, you know, invest even in small amounts, even during the different phases of uh, your investment time frame. Usually I suggest, you know, when the price drops massively, you know, go That's in a bit aggressively. And when the price accumulates like over a period of time, you need to kind of like, uh, you know, obviously take out your profit slowly, but still have a skin in the game. Is it the time to buy crypto uh, now when it's still around four? We, we had 60 at one point, right? Now we're around 40. Uh, are, do you believe that we are going to reach the price of 240 that I, uh, JP Morgan Chase or, or who? who, who uh Uh, yeah, there are quite a few, a lot of uh, big brains who came up with different, different statements to draw a different point of time. JP Morgan at one time called Bitcoin as like, you know, let's say scam or, you know, it's like right. not reliable uh, sort of uh, crypto. And then like, it's very interesting to see how all these like big uh, banking platforms and all like turn around and now they have started like doubling on their, uh, you know, the crypto statements. But um, being an early adopter, you know, we've seen through that entire like, you know, change in statements and like evolution and everything. Um, I would say that it's it's always a good time to buy Bitcoin, right? Uh, or or uh, other high growth uh, trusted crypto uh, uh, tokens, right? Uh, reason is being, um, you know, when the price goes down, obviously it's good time to enter because then like, you know, you are getting early on and the price increases. Um, when the price increases as well, you know, you are accumulating more wealth in that sense if mm. you have invested a bit more. Um, so like if you invest into crypto, like think of it as a long term thing as gold, right? Don't get into the you know crypto game because you want to make some quick profits and then get out of it. Uh, because the fact is, you can you you can never time the market, right? Um, so the only thing you can do is like try and like you know play around in such a way that you kind of take profits where it's possible and like in, enter with more bigger uh, let's say uh, budgets or uh, you know your uh, financial wealth uh, when you know the price goes down massively. 
it's easier said than done. Um, so one of the strategies that I follow is dollar cost average, All right. uh, where I invest like fixed amount of money every month, uh, irrespective of the price of the market. But when I also use my common sense, when the price goes down a bit more, like I try and double down. You, you top it up a bit. Yeah, you top it up <laughs> a bit. Uh, but I am a long-term hodler, right? So sure. I, I just invest and forget about it, and uh, it has played very well for me. Um, if you want to get into the other aspect of trading, which a lot of people are like, you know, putting on Twitter and everywhere else, you need to be very careful, right? Like uh, that's daily stuff, right? That's the daily stuff. Uh, people quit their daytime jobs to get into trading as well, but that's also can be a mistake because you need to understand how trading works and technical analysis and all that. If you have time, go and do that. Mm. But do it with, uh, we call it paper money, which is like a virtual money, which is like a re not a real money. Try your hands, you know, test different strategies, see what's working and when you see you're comfortable, then you put your actual money into it. I had a lot of fun. I think it was eToro app yeah. or, or something similar where they yes. gave me like $100,000 of virtual money. Yes and play with it lost a bunch and i was like not today <laughs> not yeah, today so, so that's a that's a very interesting feature by eToro uh, so yeah i would it's recommend all one, the yeah. listeners to uh, try that out uh, we are also planning to like roll that out but obviously with crypto platform we don't want to like stay anywhere close to like you know paper <laughs> currency and all that so we need to do it in a very balanced way though makes sense all right next topic very briefly we don't have much time yeah. i know it's a high level question nfts your thoughts so nft <laughs> So uh, the first thing that comes to you know thought like when you say NFT is art, right? Yeah. But in reality, it's not. Uh, it's it's everything that is not fungible, right? Which like um, so if you have like you know UAE currency dirhams or dollars, right? You can break them into smaller chunks and you can you know give it to everyone and like, you can like you know trade and exchange, right? So so that, those are fungible tokens. Uh, Non-fungible is completely opposite of money, right? Where every asset is unique in its sense. It can be currency, it can be T-shirt, it can be house, it can be uh, any of the assets that are like quite unique. And you can put that on blockchain. So that's the fundamental fact of it, right? Sure. Um, art is obviously like you know quite unique in that sense. So it has like a faster adoption. Uh, my personal opinion is that you know industry is going a bit more on the hype side, um, you know, rather than like more on utility aspect. So I do uh, get into NFTs on the aspect where there's like a lot more utility, like real estate, where I can see you know how this is unique and digital, and you know where people they're like. In fact, there's one local uh, project in UAE itself. Mm -hmm. What it is trying to do is like, you know, get uh, all the investors to own a piece of like real estate, you know, uh, like you can say everyone's pulling in together to, you know, get that real estate and then returns or uh, the profits is shared back to, you know, all these people, right? However, that in itself is NFT, uh, right? So, so yeah, my personal opinion is it's, it's still a bit more on the hype side. So if you are investing into NFT, uh, don't just look at digital art, uh, look at multiple other aspects as well and don't get into it just for the sake of like hype around it. Uh, but but try and like you know do your own research a little bit as in investing in anything else yes right. yeah uh, all right the change officer what we are trying to answer with with this podcast is everyone says and like the change is the only constant yeah. which is true if that's true what is the next change ahead because if we can answer that question today and we know what's the big change that will happen in 2030 there is a lot of things we can do about it like buy a bunch of Bitcoin, all right? <laughs> so, do you have any predictions for the big change that will happen in the coming years that will open up great new opportunities? So, all of these listeners can, you know, pay attention to. Sure. 
so fintech, I mean, one of the biggest topics uh, in, in Step Conference, right? So it's going to go explode massively, right? Uh, historically, when you look at like fintechs, it was mostly like stocks or, you know, other traditional investment like golds and stock, you know, bonds and other ones, right? Like, uh, but now with whole new generation who are coming in, uh, fintech is completely um, uh, kind of become more sexy and fun mm-hmm. if you look at it. Um, but within one of the tranches of fintech is crypto in itself, right? But there are like multiple other fintech aspects, uh, like you know newer banks that are coming massively. Uh, the fact that you don't even need to have a bank, uh, local bank, physical bank, right, to open a bank account, right? Uh, these things are you know changing the crypto, or, uh, sorry, the fintech adoption massively in the region. Um, Personally, I still believe uh, massively on the crypto and the narrative of uh, entire blockchain and uh, you know how it's going to impact every aspect of our lives. We are seeing some of those uh, aspects coming in already. For example, um, if you have to get, let's say, a loan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's say, let's talk about like you know hundred thousand dollars. Right. If you need to get a hundred thousand dollars loan with a traditional banking system, you need to get your like whole bunch of uh, documents. Wait for two day, two weeks. And your mercy of a you know banker who's gonna approve it, right? He doesn't understand you. You're paying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so and all of us we are like you know working our ass to pay pay that off. Um, with crypto, if I tell you that you know you can get hundred thousand dollars in loan in less than twenty seconds, so that's possible with crypto, right? Thanks to the DeFi side yep. of things. So there are like a lot of these very interesting narratives that's kicking in, like GameFi, right? Picking up massively, like you know Axie Infinity. People are you know leaving their full-time job to work on the uh, play this game to make their living right quite interesting and cool if you think about it right um, amazing yeah like metaverse uh, you know nfts and all of these things are picking up but um, asking me like you know how would the ecosystem would develop like you know by 2030 it's like asking me a question uh, you know how would internet be adopted you know back in 1999 right sure. <laughs> no one know its true potential at that time i would just say you know with internet uh, in 1999 you can just send emails faster right yeah. or a physical mail faster if you go back and say okay it's not 2030 because that's true it's really far away 2025 so near future something that you know it's still not really around us people are not aware of it maybe 0.1% of people is there anything like that that you are putting your bets on or really keeping an eye on and waiting for something to happen so, uh, like, I would strongly recommend still look at the evolutions that's happening within the crypto space. I, I, like, you know, two years ago, uh, crypto means Bitcoin and Ethereum and some of the big tokens, right? Now, um, there are like so many other tokens with different different narratives in itself, like Solana, Cardano, yep. Cardano, like you know, doing all these big changes in Africa, waves, and all these platforms, right? They are having some real world use cases mm-hmm. as well, right? So I would say, um, and it's also having a massive multiplier effect in your wealth. So if you get into these crypto tokens like quite early on, after two years, three years, uh, you can easily see a gains of like, you know, 10x to 15x, right? Which is quite massive in that sense. Um, so I would say that, you know, look out for DeFi, it's gonna explore even further. Um, uh, and also like, you know, NFTs a little bit, but yeah, like, you know, GameFi, it's gonna explode massively as well. Mm-hmm. So by 2025, you would see, imagine like, you know, Pokemon, right? Like five years ago, <laughs> when uh, when there was like, you know, entire Pokemon saga, you can see like there was almost 2 billion downloads for the app. Uh, that, that, that was just ridiculous. Insane, right? So the true potential, uh, like at that time, imagine if Pokemon had an option for you to own some very unique Pokemon characters at a certain price. That would have sold for $5 million easily, easily, each of the characters, right? Now, fast forward now, like, I mean, they lost it, but like, fast forward now, like, the next Pokemon game, if they had, they already have these options now. So imagine the amount of wealth they're going to make from it. Crazy. So, yeah. Crazy. Okay. We don't have much time more. I want to talk Metaverse. 
but I'm gonna wrap up with a couple of just random funny questions. Sure. Um, if um, you could choose any character from a from a movie or a TV show or, or a cartoon to be your co-founder in the next startup, which one would it be? Um, okay. That's a very interesting. So, in Looney Tunes, there's a character. Uh, I don't know the name of the, but but there's this this dog who pretty much like hogs everything that comes its way, <laughs> like right. you know trees and like plants and food. Like you know, there's this. Um, we use it on our Tezo cards actually. Like you know, along with Bugs Bunny, there's another dog, uh, which eats like unlimited, right? Um, and the, the I I like this narrative because uh, you know why Combinator when uh, Airbnb launched their, uh, you know they were under the program. Uh, y Combinator has this habit of uh, naming all the founders with different characters, and one of the characters that was assigned to the CEO of uh, you know y Com- uh, sorry, Airbnb was this character. So, <laughs> and I love the narrative because he's like he just sucks everything and every opportunity. Learning. Yes, so, so super hungry for learning all the time. So I want uh, someone uh, my co-founder to be like that. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Trino, <laughs> thanks so much for coming on the show. It Thank was, you so it much. It was a pleasure having you on. We have to do a longer version of the Change Officer podcast in our studio and talk more. Awesome. For Looking now, I'm going to let you uh, continue with your journey around the conference. And uh, look, guys, stay tuned. There is another episode coming really, really shortly with some more amazing guests and uh, hope to see you around. Thanks, Thank Trino, you. Again. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.